the fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You cannot see me on the radio right now, but I am shaking my head. If you're on CHML's Facebook page, you can see me SMHing. Come on, man. This team was supposed to win two weeks ago in Saskatchewan. They lost 18-13. They were supposed to win coming off the bye week tonight against the Rough Riders. And in the second half, they got their doors blown off, losing 31-20. Saskatchewan owns the Ticats. They've won five out of the last six. This Ticats team can't win in Regina and apparently can't be the Riders at home. What in the heck is going on? You know, even earlier today, I was thinking, you know, this team could be 4-0. And maybe I'm thinking 2-3 and three is a little more accurate after what we saw tonight. First half, two thumbs up. Second half, horrible, terrible, abominable. We have a lot of questions to ask ourselves tonight. We will toss the proverbial football around. One of those questions being Jeremiah Masoli. Is he the guy? We've been having this question for over a year now. And despite the record-tying performance of nine consecutive games of 300-plus yards, don't we all find it a little funny? Not not in a ha-ha sense that we're still asking the question of, forget about whether he's an elite quarterback, whether he is the quarterback for this team. And I know there's going to be some callers tonight. We're already getting tweets and emails on whether or not, or even pleading the Ticats to start Johnny Manziel next week. You know what's going to come up on the show, and feel free to bring it up, because I think we have to have this conversation. 905-645-3221. Store 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. And for all our friends watching on CHML's Facebook page, number one, thank you once again for doing so. Number two, you can throw some comments on the Facebook uh, page, and uh, I'll relay those comments to our wonderful listeners um, on the radio, listening online, listening to the Radio Player Canada app, And in the future, those who download the uh, Fifth Quarter podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Okay, I think it's time for me to sit back and now listen to the fans because this is what this show is all about. About you, the fans, venting, congratulating, heralding, talking about this Ticats team. So off the hop, we'll start with Sean, who's called into the program. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm great this year. How are you doing, Rick? Well, not so good tonight. What do you think about tonight's game? Oh, man, we can't win at McMahon, and now we can't win at Mosaic Mosaic either. Jeez, this is tough. Well, I mean, this team team was up 17-7 at the half. Things were looking good. They were playing well, and then uh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened either, Rick. It's a strange sequence of events. I mean, you know, I've been on Masoli a lot. I still don't like the fact that when there is pressure down the middle, in the pocket, this guy just seems to get, uh, I don't know, the jitterbugs or something. 
the balls coming out of his hands. It's loosey goosey. Ah, it's tough to watch, Rick. The one thing, and I know what you're alluding to, when he's backpedaling and. I just, I think me and everyone else just wants him to get rid of the football. Don't, yeah, don't throw, throw it at away. anybody. Just throw it away. Down, right? Exactly. And he doesn't do it. No, no. It's, and you know what, Rick? I think, uh, I think one of the uh, adjustments we'll see next time if this happens, uh, I think June Jones would take a safety over kicking it to uh, that side of the field. And we had already gotten beaten down the seams with Fig Pen, and then Christian Jones goes off, and it was, man, that was rolling downhill fast. It was tough to watch tonight. Who is your player of the game tonight? Oh, boy. This um, might be the toughest question of the night. Okay. I'll, I'll give the game ball to... And again, you can pick a Rough Rider, because I am tonight. Okay. Uh, I will pick a Rough Rider. I'll pick uh, Evans. Okay, so why do you pick him? Uh, he was dominant tonight. I mean, that guy was just in our offensive line's grill. Okay, good pick. Appreciate the call. Enjoy uh, the rest of the week and uh, obviously into the weekend. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. We have a line open for you to call in. Dave has called into the program, and he is now on the fifth quarter. Hey, Dave, how are you? Lousy. Yeah, me too. I have a, last time I was uh, talking to you, I said that's the best game I saw the Ticats play in a few years at Ivor at uh, Tim Hortons Field. This one's the worst I've seen in a few. Well, one of the worst. I mean, they were, they were, there's a lot, a lot of words that can be described, but they're starting to look like an 0-8 team again. Yeah, and I wouldn't say that in the first half. Definitely in the second half. I, w- I was impressed in the first half. They moved the ball. It-, it may not have been as explosive, but I thought they had control of the football game. They were in control going into the half, and for whatever reason, the, the halftime adjustments they made fell flat, did not work at all. Outcoached. Oh, totally. Totally outcoached. Outcoached. Uh, special teams, uh, terrible, uh, everything. Uh, Mazzoli was uh, you know, he, I honestly, Rick, uh, I like I, I like him sometimes. Sometimes he plays great. I don't think the man has the killer instinct. He goes cold cold in the fourth quarter a lot, and I don't think it's time to put Manziel in. I really don't. I don't know if he's ready or not. But if if Mazzoli should falter in the next game, maybe it might be an option. Um, but I'm just disgusted. I like to call out June Jones. I like to call out Glenville. I like to call out that whole team. If I was sitting on that sideline, I'd, I'd tell them all to look me in the eye and I'd tell me why should I spend $100 a game to come and see you guys. I'm totally disgusted. This team, to me, I think is better than they're showing, and they're not showing zero the last few games. I'm very angry, Rick. I'm very angry. I, I, this, this is just unacceptable. These guys should and are better and are capable of doing much better than they're doing right now. I'm thoroughly disgusted, and I haven't been this way in years. Even when they were all eight, I... I, I I wasn't this disgusted, and I think we're going to – I hope we don't have a, a run of losses, but this is just unacceptable. Are you optimistic they can turn it around, whether it's next week against Ottawa or in a couple of weeks' time or, or, or sometime down the road where, you know, they played well earlier this season. They beat a very good Edmonton team. They dominated, you know, a Winnipeg team. But the last two weeks, with a bye in between, they've looked extremely ordinary. That is, uh, that's what's so frustrating. I played hockey up to a high level, and, I, and I'll tell June Jones this. If my, if my team did something like this, we'd get a kick right in the rear end. And if that, these guys are, 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 don't want to have that, then they shouldn't be on the team because they deserve it right now. Big kick in the backside. 
this is just their their performance was in the second half. Even in the first half, Rick. I mean, I wasn't. They they were winning up seventeen seven. I think when they went to when, when they went to halftime, I thought they could have did better myself. Honestly, I didn't think they looked bad, but they didn't look terrible. Second half, it's like they went to sleep, made bad adjustments. Uh, Saskatchewan stepped it up. We had no reply again two weeks in a row. I was trying. Who's any your player of the game tonight? No player of the game tonight. So I'd pick Brandon Bridge if I was going to pick uh, a, a guy. You know, uh, he came in and uh, he made passes, he made completions, and uh, they, they had a lot of couple guys there that could be player of the game on Saskatchewan. There's nobody on our team that deserves that shined, but they have a few players on that team could be that could be player of the game tonight. Couldn't agree more. Thanks for the call, Dave. You're welcome. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. There's room for you to join in uh, on uh, what is uh, a, a very frustrating night for Ticats fans. You know, this is a team that played okay against Calgary. They could have won that game, but I think Calgary deserved the result. As I said, beat a very good Eskimos team, thoroughly. Manhandled Winnipeg, and then... Going into Saskatchewan, I thought, I mean, we all thought, okay, this team's going to be 3-1 and one going into the bye. This is good. Now they're 2-3. Two 2-3. and, three. Two and three. I, Man, I just don't get it. I cannot put my finger on what is off with this team. They're, they're off. They played off tonight, especially in the second half. First half, I, I was okay. I was... I was pleased with, you know, the 17-7 lead. I thought that was fair. Because they didn't dominate Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan was meh in the first half. But the second half, oh my goodness. Who were those guys? Call in, email, tweet, vote for your player of the game. We're going to name our fifth quarter fan of the night when all is said and done. We also are going to be launching our fifth quarter trivia challenge. Uh, No prizes up for grabs, just bragging rights. Here's the question tonight. Former Ticats and uh, Riders receiver Andy Fantuz officially announced his retirement today. How many career touchdowns did Fantuz score in the Canadian Football League? 40, 42, 44, or 46. You can cast your vote either by calling in, tweet, email on our Facebook page. Uh, you can do so. Um, back to the phones we go. Jeff has been waiting patiently on the line. Good evening, Jeff. Good evening from Saskatchewan, Rick. How are you? Oh my gosh, how are you? <laughs> oh, I'm going to be bugged at work tomorrow. Well, I'm I'm going to turn the mic off and just let you go. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, it's the same thing when I called you two weeks ago. I said O-line was, was, was brutal. O-line was brutal again tonight. Um, Dave, your previous caller, made a lot of good points. And I'm going to ask you this. You had mentioned about Mazzoli, you know, in the games that he played in last year and this year, and you're wondering if he's, you know, um, the quarterback for this team. I'm going to ask you, is June Jones, June Jones the right coach for this team? Ooh, good question. I, I would say yes at this point. Because he seems to, at least you know, off the Kent Austin era, seem to inject not only some life into the team, but I think they just kind of breathed a sigh of relief. They were able to breathe, I think, in the locker room. So I think at this point in time, he's the guy I'd, I'd run with. I, I certainly would be making a coaching change now. Is there a guy in the wings? Yeah, certainly. That's Orlando Steinauer. But I'm not saying now, but I'm like, do you happen to know how long his contract is? Uh, it's a three-year deal, and this is year one of three. So, okay, so if he, and I'm hoping this doesn't happen, but if they start to really stink, is 
team prepared to make a change after a year? I hope not. I hope things turn around. But I'll tell you what, the defense, again, terrible. Saskatchewan had almost 400 yards offense. First time they'd hit 30 points all year. Defense wins championships. That's what I've always been told. And you always see that. Defense wins championships. And these guys, again, just like last year, can't seem to stop anything. It was certainly the case tonight. I didn't think the offense, especially in the second half, helped the defense. The turnovers nope. killed them. Uh, Saskatchewan got 10 points off turnovers, four turnovers overall. The Ticats still to this day, we're in week six of the CFL season, have zero points off turnovers. Well, again, it goes back, I think, to the offensive line. Like Rev- I watched tonight, Revenberg must have been beat three or four times cleanly tonight, and Jeremiah's running for his life. I'm not saying that, you know, don't give Manzella a shot. Maybe, I don't want to say maybe not start him next week. I think eventually you're going to see him come in. But to go and hang it, and, and I know a lot of people on Facebook and stuff tonight have been hanging it all on Jeremiah. I don't hang it at all on Jeremiah. I think it's the, it's the team itself that's been just awful the last two weeks. And like I said earlier, I'm going to throw that out there on the coaching staff in terms of trying to get things turned around. They, they play Ottawa next week. I could see them being two and four. If that defense doesn't come to play and the line doesn't get better to protect the quarterback, whether it's Johnny or whether it's Jeremiah, they'll be two and four. And watch the snowball begin. Ouch. Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'll go with who uh, Dave picked. I'm going to say Brandon Bridge. And I don't know if I can answer your trivia question. Yeah, go ahead. It's 44. 44 is your answer. We will reveal the official answer later on in the program. Jeff, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the week. All right, you too, Rick. Bye-bye. 905-645-3221, star 9900. Another opening on our jam-packed phone bank. Let's go to Kevin, who has called in and has been waiting patiently. Kevin, how are you? Uh, not bad, Rick. Uh, I, like I, I say, we got thoroughly outcoached the, the last two games against Saskatchewan. Uh, the 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 pressure that we face is immense pressure and they haven't seen that kind of pressure all season against Saskatchewan and uh, the defense looked bad the offense looks stagnant Tolliver doesn't look right I know he's got a foot problem he looks really slow and uh, with regards to all the all, all the points scored tonight the third and inches Mazzoli goes sideways that's number one uh, Larry Dean was out of position a lot tonight that pig pen run. Uh, the one uh, Delvin Bro bit on the screen, and the guy was wide open for the Saskatchewan touchdown. It was just stupid mistakes. That's all coaching. And what in the world is June Jones? Did he go brain dead tonight doing a pooch kick? That that was a major turnover for momentum for Saskatchewan tonight, I believe. And uh, I don't know what June Jones is thinking there. Do you? That was the turning point as far as I'm concerned. Ticats are up 17-14. Early in the third quarter, uh, you have the ball on the Saskatchewan. I think it was the 53. It's third and 13. Just punt the ball. I mean, really, just you don't have to get creative in that uh, part of the game, in that particular place in the field. Uh, you have the lead. I'm not necessarily saying play conservative, but the smart play is punt the ball. You're going to pin them deep. Uh, Saskatchewan gets the ball back on the turnover. They score a touchdown, and the rest is history. Yeah, like, Exactly. I'm not blaming the whole game on Mazzoli, but the, the the pressure he faced the last two weeks has been immense pressure. Like uh, Jones from Saskatchewan, he brings the heat, man. And uh, I think they should make a package for Menzel. We brought him in here, make give him a package and put him in for some games. 
eventually he's going to have to play. But um, I did, I just think we got out coached. Uh, June Jones got out coached, but big time the last two two games against the Saskatchewan, a subpar team in my opinion. And uh, like we beat uh, Edmonton, we went out west, we looked good, and then against Saskatchewan, we looked terrible. But um, I just got one more question: What in the world's going on with that Chapman guy? Do you know? Mark Chapman, uh, still unsigned, um, still unwilling to sign for what the Ticats are offering. Basically, he wants first overall dollars. The Ticats are saying, no, we don't want to give you that. Yeah, that it, it just totally perplexes me. A first-round pick, and, and, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah, and I don't see him coming in anytime soon either. I mean, he's missed training camp. He's missed the first, uh, f- you know, five games, six weeks of the season. Uh, he's not going to be anywhere close to, to, you know, stepping on the field and, and producing. I don't know. I just, I think we got the team. It's just coaching, coaching, and uh, stop do- trying to do stupid things. Just play basic football. Like I said, that third and inches, just go straight forward. Like his count, Mazzoli, I don't know what he was doing. He was audibling, audibling. The line can't hold their positions that long. Just go straight forward, Matt. Yeah, and then he tries to dance down the line, and yeah, yeah, he's like just going to fall just, forward. Just stupid. And, and anyway, June Jones, just play basic football, man, and, and, and we'll be all right. Can't argue with that. Who's your player of the game tonight? I'd have to give it to uh, – I watched the game, and that Brendan Labatt, he's a warrior. I, when I seen him walk off the field, he looked like he was done. And that guy came back in and played the whole game for Saskatchewan. Like yeah. He's a warrior. Yeah, he's a key part of that uh, offensive line, too. Appreciate the call. All right, let's take our first break of tonight. We still have Anthony, Tom, Anton, a host of email, a plethora of tweets, a, an armada of Facebook posts to get to. We'll get to all of it before all is said and done tonight. Don't for, uh, forget to subscribe to the Fifth Quarter Podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk more about tonight's 31-20 to loss against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter on 900 CHML. Welcome back. Rick Samprin here. Will Erskine on the other side of the glass producing tonight's program. Don't forget you can subscribe to the Fifth Quarter Podcast on iTunes and Google Play. You can follow along on CHML's Facebook page. Uh, Big hello to all our fans uh, watching on uh, that uh, social media site. So we have a a couple of great comments, including one from Bill who says, uh, Worst second half in a long time. Should have played Johnny Football Manziel in the fourth to see what he's got. And maybe my favorite comment on our Facebook page right now is from Chuck, who says, what a perfect example of how to blow a lead and play horrible in the second half. Watch Winnipeg last week and the Ticats tonight, followed by Jay, who writes, Ticats are sort of like a dumpster fire on a flaming train wreck. My business trip in Cincinnati, not far enough to not get a whiff of the stinking felines. Yeah, it was it was a stinker of a second half. I wouldn't say a stinker of a football game because I was okay with the first half. This team was up 17-7 in control. They got that 98-yard punt return for a touchdown from Frankie Williams. John White scoring his first touchdown as a member of a Tiger Cat on a six-yard TD run. They were scoring touchdowns, which they were not doing in Regina last week. But lo and behold, they just went asleep in all three facets of the game in the second half and lost 31-20. to Ticats now 2-3. and They'll take on the Ottawa Red Blacks next Saturday. It's July the 28th, 4 p.m. start. The fifth quarter will be on the air at 7 p.m. Let's go back to the phones, and Anthony has been waiting patiently. Anthony, good evening. How are you? 
I read that about yourself. Yeah, you know, one of those nights. Yeah, I was at the game tonight, actually. Okay. And you know what? Uh, these callers that are calling in, do they realize that we had two weeks to prepare for this, this team? Uh, yeah. Okay, Saskatchewan played last week. We had the bye week. Okay, and to have a performance like we did tonight is simply, uh, I can't even put it into words. Uh, Sask, okay. Sask was also on the bye last week. Okay. There was actually three teams on the bye. Okay. So, you know what? Uh, Mazzoli, third and inches, he, go, he goes sideways. Okay. Doesn't take it over over for uh, two yards, maybe a yard and a half he could have got. He didn't even get the first down. Okay. The pooch kick, kick, he missed the ball. Okay. Yep. And then and then he fumbles the ball off his, off his thigh. You know, like... Like I told you last week, like he's going to throw for these three hundred yard games. Okay, he's not a starting quarterback. I'm sorry, he's not. I think it's time for for Manziel. He should have put him in in the fourth quarter at least just to see. Do you think they should start Manziel against Ottawa? Definitely, definitely. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you know what? I was one of the callers last year that says don't bring Manziel, keep Claros. Okay, but when when they dealt Claros. I thought it was a big mistake, but I don't think you're going to bring Manziel and, and just sit him on the bench for two years. I don't. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm in that boat, too. There, there's no way they pay him that amount of money to be a okay. quarterback and just watch the game. Okay, and these other callers that are saying, uh, no, give uh, Mazzoli, keep giving him the chance. You know what? We're 3-2. and two. We could have been easily 4-1, and one. Okay. And we score no. We score one offensive touchdown tonight. Okay, and he throws another interception tonight. Okay, yeah, he had a hundred and what eighty-five yards passing. Okay. Uh, one eighty-four. Yeah, twenty of twenty-eight, okay. one eighty-four, and a pick. Okay, he. You know what? He's got jitterbugs in the pocket. Every time he's in that back pot in the pocket, he's got the jitterbugs. Okay, yeah, we can blame the offensive line, but when you're ho- trying to hold hold. A guy for two and a half seconds. It's pretty hard. Okay? I hear it. Who's your player of the game tonight? You know what? I'm going to go right off the, the, the map here. I'm going to give it to Fantuz. Okay? Sorry. I can't. I'm, it's not in me to give it to Saskatchewan. I'm just going to give it to Fantuz because he deserves it. All right. Good pick. Thanks for the call, Anthony. Uh, uh, and Andy Fantuz, not Anthony Fantuz. Andy Fantuz uh, officially retiring earlier tonight, and he's also the focus of our fifth quarter trivia challenge. Former Ticats and Riders receiver Andy Fantuz caught how many touchdowns in the CFL? Is it 40, 42, 44, or 46? You can vote by calling in, emailing, tweeting, uh, messaging on our Facebook page, and uh, we will unveil the correct answer uh, when we are done at 11.30. A couple of comments on uh, our Twitter feed, at Rick Zamprin, at AM900CHML. This one from, uh, I love the account, Fake Randy Ambrosi. Uh, I can't decide if the first question you're going to get on the postgame show tonight is why Coach June Jones didn't put Manziel into the game into the fourth quarter or whether he's going to start the Ticats next game. Um, I'm not surprised that Manziel didn't come in at the end of the game. But I am surprised that, and I, I was thinking this was going to happen, that the Ticats, especially coming off the bye, having a couple of weeks to install a package for Manziel that they could execute tonight, I thought that was going to happen. And not necessarily because 
the Ticats were going to be blowing Saskatchewan out or vice versa, and it turned out to be vice versa. But I just thought that Jones was going to give the Riders' defense something different to look at and anticipate and keep them kind of on their heels. Mark on Twitter says, uh, they're a hot mess. Uh, they are, in in, uh, in reference to the Ticats. Scott tweets, by weeks, nothing good ever comes out of them. Brian says, defense totally fell asleep in that half. D or offense followed them. And uh, Dave writes, start Manziel. Masoli is overrated. He also adds he can break all these records, but it comes down to wins and losses, and Masoli clearly can't win. Masoli, I believe... He is now 12-12 and 12 as a starter in the Canadian Football League. So 500 is not going to cut it. And that's what this team has been over the last number of years. Well, except for last year. I mean, 6-12 and 12 is nowhere near 500. But, you know, whether it's 9-9 nine and nine or 8-10 and 10 or 10-8, and eight, can we not just have one of those, I don't know, 15-3 and three seasons, 14-4? and four? Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be awesome. We just can't have nice things. Tom has called into the program at 905-645-3221, star 9900. Tom, good evening. Good evening. Um, a good defensive coordinator will always stop the run and shoot because it's the gimmick offense. Okay. Um, they, they, they scouted Hamilton so well, and Hamilton had no answers. Um, I believe they should start Johnny next week. Um, strictly because Jeremiah has uh, has choked every time the game's on the line. He fumbles. He throws picks. Sorry, give give Manziel a shot, and if he if he can't do it, then bring in the third guy, D- Dane Evans. Right now, okay. I, I don't. I think this team will win maybe two more games this year. Yeesh! Wow. Um, they got they got lucky. People weren't prepared for the run and shoot for the first little while of his. Of his turn, of June's turn here. So you're thinking these the ox- these oxygenarians don't know what they're doing, and on defense, um, jeez, <laughs> please put Orlando back there. So you're thinking that opposing defenses has have caught up to the June Jones offense. Yep. Okay, so can offense. can you explain the success against Edmonton and, and Winnipeg? Very simple. They're you know their defenses weren't that good. Okay, fair enough. Who's your uh, player of the game tonight, Tom? Uh, Brandon Labatt. One he- one hell of a performance on a bat on a bad leg. He he was a warrior, absolute warrior. Appreciate the call, Tom. All right, bye. <sighs> yeah, I, you know what? I don't think opposing defenses or defensive coordinators have solved the June Jones puzzle because I think game by game, you know, the the the, the playbook is the playbook. But the scheme from one game to the next is different. They're going to install different plays from one game to the next. They might add a trick play or say, hey, we can take advantage of this deficiency that the opposing defense is is showing us on game film over the last number of weeks. That's how they install, basically, the package for, for an upcoming game. If your offense has been solved, you're not going to have any success. They had some tonight. They didn't have much two weeks ago against Saskatchewan, but man, they moved the ball pretty well against Winnipeg and Edmonton. Corey on Twitter says, Fans will be calling like crazy for Manziel. Coach June Jones' play calling was appalling, and Masoli 
couldn't get anything going because his receivers didn't try to get open like they did in our two wins. And Abe says, Austin crashed and burned with Caleros. Jones is doing the same with Masoli. After the break, we still have Anton, we have Tommy, we have Brad, we have Debbie. We're going to get to all you guys, plus all our tweets, our emails, our Facebook posts as well. You're listening to the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. Rough Riders 31, Tiger Cats 20, Hamilton's now 2-3, and three. Saskatchewan is 3-2. and two. What is going on? Ticats losing back-to-back games against the Riders, coming off the bye, both teams coming off the bye. Ah, man, oh, man. I, I thought going into halftime, up 17-7, I thought, all right, th- this is the game. Here we go. This team's going to be 3-2, and two, so possession of first place again in the East, and <laughs> didn't happen. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game, vote for your player of the game, or you can answer our fifth quarter trivia challenge question. Andy Fantuz officially calling it quits uh, today, former Ticats and Rough Riders receiver. How many career TDs did Dandy Andy score? 40, 42, 44, or 46. Email from Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. Always like to get emails from him. The bi-week blues continue for our cats. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the cats have never done well after a bye week Yes, you are correct. I don't have the stat in front of me, but they are horrible after the bye. So, to me, the sky is not falling. I sum this game up to what it was. A crappy game played for our cats. Player of the game, the fans that stayed to the end. That email again. From Stephen out in Pecticton. Uh, Chris writes, I've been a supporter of Masoli, but after watching tonight, I think Manziel is the change up Ticats need. Masoli not only played badly, but also showed no leadership to challenge the O to pick up their game. Email from Ed. Hi, Rick. A disappointing game. This team is too small. This is tackle football and size matters. The Cats are being pushed around and tire from working too hard they need a few good big men to make a difference time for Manzel to step in Masoli is not protected and the opponents have his number this team is making too many small mistakes there are highlights but that does not a winner make the coaches have to go to the tape and see who is missing and go out and trade for it at the moment the Ticats are not a contender changes have to be made all the best Ed go Ticats go one more email to get to before we get back to the phones this one from Angelo a complete debacle totally unacceptable and embarrassing defensively they couldn't stop a beach ball tonight offensively they laid an egg all this on home turf I want to read in the paper that June and his crew blasted these guys like Chris Jones did to his boys and they responded in a big way completely outcoached in every category tonight just sick to my stomach Rick that's it player of the game all Ticat coaches. Interesting. Very interesting. Back to the phones we go. Anton has been waiting for nearly 19 minutes, and now he's on the show. Anton, good evening. Good evening. Can I start with player of the game? Do it. The owner of Turkster Lumber, who, after flipping the coin for Hamilton, before he leaves the field, puts on a Saskatchewan shirt. What? Right. right. I, I think you need to look into this. So that's my player of the game, and unfortunately, and I, I'm still puzzled by it, but from that moment on, I kind of, you know, I said, geez, is this the way the night's going to go? And it didn't until the second half. But uh, oh, geez, I'm all for I'm I'm all for switching up the quarterback for the money we paid, and let's 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 start him up and you know in, in the Ottawa game and let's see what happens. Do you think it's too early to do that now? I mean, they're the, yeah, they're two and three, they're under five hundred. Is it almost a panic move to go to Manziel at this point? Oh, not at all. I mean, 
I think when when one quarterback struggles, it's it's good to have two or three, and we've done that really over the long term, and that's kind of the way this CFL works. And and uh, you, you give him a shot if he if he doesn't do so well, you know, you bring Mazzoli back. But you know, I, I think it's okay to go back and forth. And I think the fans are waiting for this. There's been a lot of anticipation to to see Johnny in there, and. You know, I, I think I think the fans deserve it. And you know what? If you announce it before the game, you, you'll probably fill the stadium. So there you go. And sell a few more jerseys as well. Well, exactly. And that's, and that's always good. Anton, appreciate the call. You're welcome. There's a line open for you at 905-645-3221. The star 9900 on your cell. Bev on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, tweets, Outcoached, outplayed, unplayer of the game, eight, sad day in the life of the Hammer. Uh, Canadian flag emojis got a football in there a couple of eyes uh bev throwing some shade on number eight in black and gold mike on twitter they came out flat in every face no killer instinct only tackett worth mentioning is fan twos hall of fame career great guy dave on twitter tasker tolliver banks saunders they have weapons it falls on masoli plain and simple start johnny should the Ticats start Johnny Manziel next week, week seven, with a record of two and three when they host the Ottawa Red Blacks, who could be three and two after this season or after this week? The Red Blacks are hosting the BC Lions tomorrow night. Other games, Toronto entertaining Winnipeg and Calgary takes on Montreal at McMahon Stadium. So this team could be in second place with Ottawa probably getting the win over BC. But you never know. Travis Lula is playing some pretty good football. Should Manziel beat the starter against the Red Blacks? Back to the phones we go. Tommy's on the line. Tommy, good evening. How are you? Did we just lose Tommy? Did we just lose Tommy just when I was going to go to him? Tommy, call back. We'll get you right to the top of the deck. Debbie's on the line. Debbie, good evening. Hi. I'm disgusted, Debbie. Disgusted Debbie. I love the moniker. It was awful. Um, if you stop to think that Mazzoli is probably at his peak, I mean, he's been in development for several years, and it's just the best he's got under throwing, under throwing his receivers, and oh, ay, ay, ay. I, I put Manziel in. I mean, he's a, an NFL-quality quarterback, and you're not using him. So you'd pull the ripcord right now and get Manziel in there. Yeah, I, well, Mazzoli's had, what, four or five games, and he hasn't done a lot. Well, I, think um, he's, I think he's played well. I mean, forget about the record of 300 passing yards in a game. I mean, that was all fine and well, but, I mean, the, uh, he's got to win ball games. And coming into this week at 2-2, two and two, I was okay with that. You know, I thought this team was going to have a rough ride at the start and be lucky to win one of those first four games. But lo and behold, they win two of them. But after tonight, I'm thinking, where's this team heading? Yeah, it, I didn't even understand the. I didn't understand the play calls. Like, and it, why would you punt? Or why would you kick a ball on third down and do a a, a bad job of it? Why? I, can you explain that one to me? I'm going to hang up and listen. Okay, appreciate the call, Debbie. Um, basically, they were trying to catch the Rough Riders napping. I mean, it's third and three. Hamilton has the football on the, I think it was the Saskatchewan 53. And, sorry, it was third and 13, not third and three. And Jeremiah Masoli, uh 
obviously is instructed to kick the ball and, and try to get an onside kick. Uh, he fails at it because it's blocked. Saskatchewan recovers the football. They go on to score uh, a touchdown, Brandon Bridges' 24-yard strike to uh, Neiman Roosevelt. And, and that's that's the turning point right there. Ticats were leaving, leading 17-14. They gave up the lead. Saskatchewan outscores them 21-3 in the third, and it's game over. Ticats had zero answers after that. They could not do a thing after that. Uh, Corey on our Facebook page writes, Sask team is believing in each other. Somehow we forgot to depend on each other and work as a team. And Frank writes, Rick, this team is not making the playoffs. Oh, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Say this team is not a playoff team. Gotta be. They're better than Montreal. Are they better than Toronto? Are they better than Ottawa? I don't know. Not the way they play tonight. Certainly not the way they play tonight. Tommy has called back in, and he is at the top of the list. Tommy, how are you? How are you tonight? I'm good. Thanks for calling. I uh, was at the game. Um, I stayed to the, the end. Uh, there was a, some good fans there that really stuck it out. There was a lot of disappointment. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. There was zero intensity on the field. There was zero intensity on the sidelines. Something was wrong tonight. Everybody in my section was saying, what's going on down there? Zero intensity. And, you know, I really like June Jones. And I guarantee you, he, the way he's, in, every time he gets interviewed and they ask about Manziel, he is going to stick with Mazzoli until it blows up in his face. I like him, but he's become, he's almost becoming a stubborn old mule. It, it's frustrating. I, I think they could have thrown Manziel in. There was a point there where everybody's looking at each other going, are you going to put this guy in or what? He wasn't warming up on the sidelines. It was extremely frustrating. But the part that really got me, there was zero intensity. What happened to the Tiger Cats, the smash mouth football? And, and I think a lot of it comes from the coaching staff. I think uh, uh, Orlando Steinhauer should be on the sidelines. He he adds so much intensity. Um, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Do you? Well, I was going to ask, do you think June Jones is too laid back as a coach? Because he is a laid back guy. He's almost like a Jeremiah Masoli as, as a coach. He, he is. Um, I know some guys uh, who are on the team, I'm not going to mention, they love him. Like, I mean, the Austin days are gone. They they were almost, like, terrified of Austin. I think he is a little too laid back. And he's going to he's gonna, he's gonna keep playing Mazzoli until it either works for him or, he, or he's going to have to put Manziel in. And, I mean, you don't, you don't just put Manziel in to put him in. But I think, it, I think the time is getting very close. Some guys in the section were saying, by game seven or eight, Manziel's going to start. Well, we're coming up to it. Uh, I know that June Jones is a very loyal individual, and he might be, in this case, loyal to a fault with Masoli. I mean, he's he's taken every snap this season, but there is going to come a point, and it might be next week against Ottawa, whether it's a, a starting job for Manziel or something during the game, there's going to be a point that Manziel gets onto the field. They're not going to pay this guy that much amount of money just to have him sit or stand on the sideline. Well, he loves Manziel, too. He's had his back. He protects him. Uh, You remember at the beginning of the year, the press conferences, some people brought up his past. He says, listen, we're here to talk about football. I don't want to talk about his past. And so he's got the kids back. Maybe he's just waiting for the right time. Maybe I don't 
get his strategy. But I think a lot of fans out there, especially the younger ones, want to see Johnny play. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when he does, in fact, get in. Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, Saskatchewan coaching staff. They, they out-coached us. I wanted to give it to Williams. I think that was his name, the kid who ran the punt pack. Yeah, Frankie Williams. Uh, if I could give the ball to two guys. But I was talking to a guy who was up north who's a huge Ticat fan. He's got season tickets, and he, he was texting me back and forth. He goes, we are being out-coached so bad tonight. Uh, so i got to give it to them. Good call. Chris Jones is a smart guy, and they, they did a phenomenal job of corralling the Ticats tonight. Tommy, appreciate the call. Thanks for having me on. Take care. 905 645 3221 star 9900 on your cellular device. You can email me your thoughts on tonight's game, rick at 900chml.com. Send us a tweet at Rick Samprin at am900chml or uh, chime in on our uh, Facebook page on chml and uh, you can interact with us that way. Manny on Twitter writes at Rick Samprin. So, eight quarters, no passing TDs. Just saying, Masolius to throw it deep or take a sack in that free offside play. Can't take that penalty. That was a turning point of the game. Catching, or pardon me, coaching, still on bye week. Still have two wins before Labor Day. <laughs> Man, I hope not. This team has two wins before Labor Day. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to see that. Matthew writes, uh, safe to say all three sides of the ball played terrible tonight. Team really needs to work on being more consistent game in and game out. And that's really a microcosm of how you describe Jeremiah Masoli. He's just a little, I don't even say a little, he is inconsistent. He is inconsistent. You might throw for 300 yards for nine straight games, but you don't know 100% that, yes, we are going to win this game. Because we have this guy at quarterback, and I just don't want to single out the quarterback, but it's obviously an, an integral part of this game. That he cannot find a way, game in and game out, to give this Ticats team uh I don't know, a, a 70 or 80 or 90% chance to win each and every ballgame. You get that sense with Calgary. You certainly get that sense with Calgary. You even get that sense with Edmonton, with Mike Riley. He gives them that kind of aura of invincibility. We don't have that here. Brad's on the line. Brad, good evening. How are you? Hey, Rick. Oh, I think we had a better time last Thursday up at Carmen's. Yes, we certainly did at the uh, Cat's Claws Walk of Fame dinner. Great night with Dave Hack and uh, a lot of great stories and even some singing from Ozzy, which I did not expect and I will never forget. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, maybe you should play that Hack interview. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think this all goes back to during the week, during practice. Uh, you know, Coach was uh, on, on Ticast.ca there three times uh, and always talking about, well, Tasker's iffy, Tasker's iffy, Tasker's iffy. Were they prep? Were they planning on playing him? Were they building? My question is: Did they build the offense around what Tasker would bring to it, and then scratch him at the last minute? I think there there was a little strategy in there to make Saskatchewan think that he might play, and maybe, maybe. they realized all week long that you know Tasker's just not going to go. Maybe, but uh, I, I mean, I, I sent you that picture of Tolliver's foot. Yeah, that was disgusting. You know, should he really have been playing? Should he not have been at least maybe on the one game or something? I don't. I mean, if he can still run around, and I was watching him actually in the first quarter tonight, thinking, okay, how is he going to deal with this? And he looked okay. He may, I don't know, maybe he was at eighty percent or, or or even less, but he looked comfortable at least. Nah, he didn't. He he was all right if he was making a cut to the out, but he if he was cutting back in across the field off that left foot, right, he was very ginger about it. 
Well, good observation on your part. Yeah, I didn't notice that uh, that closely. You know, I was watching because you know keeping keeping that you know what he had tweeted in mind about that foot, and just watching him you know cutting back in you know especially when he's you know trying to come across the field again. Boy, it just it just wasn't there. There wasn't that snap to it. And when you you know I don't know I just I think June Jones is relying on these you know sh- uh, short little fast guys way too much. I think we need another you know long tall dude that we can go out there and maybe get over top of some people. Uh, Revenberg, another one. Uh, it's like what the third fourth game straight where he's taking procedure calls, right? It's sometimes more than one a game. Uh, you know, jumping the ball before Masoli's made the, you know, snap the ball. Uh, there's an issue there. Um, I don't know, maybe he's deaf in the left ear or something. Well, you know what? You mentioned two guys who, yes, have impact on the football game, but I don't think they were the reason why they lost tonight. Um, you know, Masoli's got to play better. That defense as a whole has to play better. Um, and special teams, I'll give a huge check mark to Frankie Williams. Great punt return. Arulahu consistent as ever. But, uh, you know, allowing Saskatchewan to get one of their own punt returns, uh, that just can't happen. We don't have a return game. Williams got lucky tonight. Or maybe, well, okay, I won't say like he had some skill cutting through the, the, the field and all that. But for the most part, all season long, you know, we're getting nine yards, twelve yards on a return when we should be at least getting up over the thirty-five or you know maybe the forty. Uh, <laughs> poor Masoli, I mean, he's that's how he's got these three hundred-yard games is because he's been starting at the fifteen-yard line all the time. Good point. You know, tonight was the first time that the Ticats uh, started a drive in their opponent's end of the field. First time tonight. This is game five all season. Yeah, you know, and that used to be. Yeah, fairly common. We're, we were at least start, starting the, the 35 or the 40 anyways, not back at the 15 or the 20, you know, inside the 20. Uh, I don't think defense is really the problem. I think those boys have been able to keep us in it all season long, every game. Uh, there's, there's tweaks here and there. We can all agree upon that. I think June Jones with his the odd trick play, he just I agree with the earlier caller, we need to go back to basic football, that 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 kick thing. Oh man, I don't know what to think of that. D- don't get me started again on that. Who, you know, we we got to run here. I was Who's screaming at my TV? Oh, who wasn't? What are you gonna do? Who wasn't? Later the game. Andy Fantuz and Rick Zamper. <laughs> Brad, appreciate the call. Take it easy. <laughs> Talk soon, bud. Fantuz, uh, you know, touching ceremony for for Fantuz. I'm. You know, with these things, I always kind of expect a little bit more. You know, a framed jersey or some kind of plaque or, I don't know, a, 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 a gold-plated football. Uh, you know, having him come out on the fields with his uh, uh, infant child was, uh, you know, very special. His family being on the field. I mean, that's all great. You know, video tribute, awesome. Uh, just going a little bit extra. I always like to see those extra kind of touches. But, you know, well-deserved honor for Andy Fantuz. One more break. We have uh, Colton hanging on the line. We're going to get to you when we come back. A host of emails and tweets and Facebook messages as well. This is the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. Welcome back. 31-20, Saskatchewan beating Hamilton tonight. Ticats now 2-3. and three. Riders improved at 3-2. and two. I would have never guessed that going into this back-to-back set. I was thinking for the sweep, the home-and-home sweep for the Ticats. Meanwhile, it's the Riders who are sweeping Hamilton. Uh, email from Allen uh, kind of recaps the, the game and uh, says, I feel we were outcoached tonight. 
the play where we were kicking in our own end zone. We should have taken the knee instead. We kicked it. They ran it for a touchdown. We gambled a few times on third down deep in our own end zone. Missed it also. Chris Jones outcoached us, and I feel that we need to change something. Masoli, once again, was running for his life tonight, and our offensive line couldn't protect him. Player of the game, Labatt for Saskatchewan. He got injured and came back and played well. For Hamilton, I would give the player of the game to John White. Thought he played well with what our O-line gave him. Email from Kevin. Tonight, Rick, we saw a team who thought they just needed to show up. The coaching staff and the entire team needs to take stock. This was a pathetic outing. June Jones wears this loss. He could see Masoli did not have it tonight, yet he refused to consider Johnny M. Why? Player of the game, Labatt. That email again from Kevin. One final email tonight from Phil. Hi, Rick. In my opinion, uh, Jeremia Masoli, I mean... (laughs) He really spells it wild. Jeremiah Masoli will never be a great quarterback in this league because of his inconsistency from one game to another. If I were coaching, Menzel would be starting next week. Sick of not knowing what team will show up, Phil, in the hammer. And one more tweet from Jeff, who writes, Seems Chris Jones has figured out the run and shoot. Don't be surprised that the rest of the league will follow suit. Pressure. Menzel deserves a shot. Player of the game, nobody but the fans who endured decades of losing. Colton has been waiting patiently on the line tonight, and he now joins the fifth quarter. Colton, how are you? Uh, not bad. How about you? I'm good. Take uh, Turn down your radio so we can hear you without uh, some feedback. All right. Sorry about that. There you are. Go ahead. <laughs> I just wanted to say uh, this was my girlfriend's first game, and uh, I was hoping to see a little bit more urgency from Mazzoli, a little bit more, you know, jump in his step. Uh, we had the ball, seven minutes left. We could have drove down and scored, but instead he's, you know, taking his time, getting back to the huddle, and he's shaking his head, and he's saying this isn't going right and that's not going right. Meanwhile, you got the entire stadium chanting, Johnny, 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 and you'd think that would give him the kick in the butt and tell him, you know, let's go. i got to start playing better. But I want to see Manziel's quick feet on the CFL field in the real game and I want to see him go, and I want to see him play well, and I want to see him succeed. You got a guy on the sidelines who's hungry to play. He wants to play. He's trying to get his life back on track. And Mazzoli was in the same spot last year. He wanted to be the starter. Now he's the starter. This is two weeks in a row. He's been, you know, digging his own hole. He's not playing well. It just seems like he doesn't want to be there if it's not going well. So, All good points. Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, Jalen Saunders. I like that catch he had. That was That was awesome. He's a good player. I'm a big fan of his. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the week. Thank you. Uh, One minute to play here. Let's uh, wrap things up here on the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. Did get uh, another tweet from Albert. I think the Ticats were afraid to play Manziel. If they won there, uh, would be a quarterback controversy. If Johnny won, still start Masoli the next game. All QBs have an off day. Interesting statement. Okay, let's get to some uh, house cleaning things. Uh, a player of the game, Brendan Labatt. A lot of votes for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders offensive lineman. What a warrior. Uh, suffered a leg injury early in the game, but kept on playing. Our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight is Dave. Had a sensational, passionate call earlier on in the program. If you missed it, download the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And the answer to tonight's trivia, uh, fifth quarter trivia challenge, Andy Fantu scored 44 touchdowns in his illustrious and I think Hall of Fame career. We are back after the Ticats next game, next Saturday, July the 28th. The 4 p.m. start as they take on the Ottawa Red Blacks. We'll be on the air in and around 7 o'clock after the game. For producer Will Erskine, my name's Rick Samprin. Enjoy the rest of the night here on 900 CHML. 
This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML.